Okay, I'm Lakshmi and I was asked to talk today about the art of storytelling. So, um, I thought I would do it in the very traditional way of storytelling, which is who, what, where, when, why, how, you know. So, when I work with someone uh, to work on their story, which is what I do, you know, I've um, been curating inktalks.com for a while and what excites me is to work with people and find their stories and what is their best story, what is their best perspective and how can we capture it in a way that it can showcase who they are in the best possible way. So when I'm working with people, the first thing I want to get to the bottom of is that, you know, who are you? I think we try so much to be somebody else. You know, you listen to somebody talk and then say, I want to sound like that. I want to be authoritative. I want to be smart. I want to be funny or whatever. But I think it's first important to find out who you are. So I just spend time with people just finding out who they are. Are they naturally very shy people? Are they naturally very boisterous? Are they naturally uh, people who speak in metaphors? Are they, you know, so I think it's important first to understand who you are. Because if you're not the kind of person who likes to tell jokes, opening with a joke is a really bad idea. But if you are somebody who, who's a goofball, it's great to start with a joke because that's really who you are. So I think I, I really encourage people not to listen to others talk when they're thinking about their story. I think they need to find their own voice, whatever that is, because that's the most charming. When you're the most authentic self, you become really, really dear to the listener. So first thing is who. And the next thing is what do you want to talk about? The mistake we all make a lot of times is that we want to say everything we want to say quickly so that you know you can fill that 10 minutes time or five minutes time or whatever. But the point is if you have five minutes time, you should really talk about only one thing. And if you have 10 minutes time, only about one and a half things. It's not about talking eight things faster in those five minutes or 10 minutes. So I think it's really, really important to think about what do I want to say, which leads to the next question of who am I talking to? So if you're talking to a bunch of high school kids, you talk differently versus if you're talking to a bunch of CEOs, you talk differently. And if you're talking to a bunch of you know third graders, you have to talk differently. Again, not losing who you are, but what you say and how you say it, how much detail you say it in. Uh, if you're talking to a bunch of mathematicians, there's no reason for explaining logarithmic tables. But if you're talking to a bunch of fifth graders, maybe you need to give a little bit of context of why you're talking about logarithmic tables. So who you're talking to is extremely important uh, before you get to what you want to talk about. Then there are the simple things like where are you talking uh, and why are you talking to the people. And I think this why is really the most important thing. When we ask that question why, a lot of times we are thinking of why do I want to talk to these people. But the re real question is, why do these people want to listen to me? What am I giving them 
so that they would want to listen to me? Why should they stay for those five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever the time is and give you their most precious thing they have, which is their time, and listen to you? I think that's the most important question we need to answer is that, can I give them something so, it, so that it makes it valuable for them to stay there and listen to me instead of saying, why should I talk? What will I get out of it? And I think if, you, if we got all those questions answered, then we can have a great pitch, so to speak. And a lot of times it's about entrepreneurs selling their ideas. It's about wanting, it's for funding, it's for advisors, it's for getting great board members or whatever. So I think we just get very anxious to share everything we are in the limited time that's given to us. Or we very quickly move to an elevator pitch, you know, which means in three minutes, I'll talk the market size, I'll talk this, I'll talk that, and then there's the answer. And all that is all about features, you know, your, your market size, uh, your product, your features, they're all, you know, facts and features. But what's really important is, you know, why, again, are you telling that story at the bottom of it all? It's, it's a very good practice to ask, so what, so what, so what, so what, till you get to the point that you can say, this is why I am telling the story. Uh, so, you know, for example, when you're working on a computer chip, you could say, you should buy this because you have this many transistors, that many gates, blah, blah, so what? Because then your computer will run faster, you know, so what? Then you can uh, do your spreadsheets faster, so what? It'll make you more productive, so what? That'll give you more time to spend time with your kid because now you're spending less time, you know, writing these uh, this spreadsheets. Now I'm listening. I'm saying, oh, wow. So if I use this, it gives me an opportunity to spend a little bit more time with my family. So that's a real benefit for me, you know. So I think it's the same thing when we are pitching to VCs. It's the same thing uh, when we are talking to potential customers is that, what is the ultimate emotional benefit for anyone to use your product? And I think that's what it is. You know, we are told a lot of times in business schools, you know, don't be touchy-feely. You know, you got to be strong. When you walk in, you own the room. You, uh, all these things are taught, and I never believe in it. And I think the one thing that always makes a story really appealing is your vulnerability, your ability to be vulnerable, your ability to say, I don't know, your ability to say, I'm searching, your ability to say, I want you with me on this. And that's what makes it appealing. Uh, so I'll give you a couple of examples of people who, what they've done with their stories. Um, we worked, for example, with Sunita Krishnan, who, is, uh, who rescues women out of prostitution and gives them a home. And and the way she told the story was so powerful in the sense that she didn't, she wasn't apologetic, she wasn't talking about victims. She said, these women are great. They haven't done anything wrong. It's all the guys who did, you know, this to them. And when they want to have a life, none of us want them living in our neighborhood. So wherever they have a home, wherever they move to, the neighbors want them out of that area. So she said, the problem with this issue is not the women 
uh, it's not the law the problem is us as a society first of all we put them there and second of all we don't want them working in our homes we don't want them living in our neighborhood so she said before we take it as a huge problem somewhere let's really look at ourselves and it was so hard hitting you know and there's no details spared with you know women the way they look when they have been beaten etc so it just that not just a shock treatment but it is filled with facts and it's put me in charge of that scenario that i need to do something about it i mean literally 50 people stood up in the audience and said we'll help you get that home and we worked with corporations for a year after that and literally 18 months after she told that story she built a 3 acre campus for all the women to move in there and have a permanent home and she continues her journey i mean today she is going to you know some 100 plus locations on a bus educating everybody about um about trafficking talking against it through stories through paintings through art etc and um, so like this i've seen how when a story is well curated when the person takes the time to create a story that matters it always yields results but the key is you cannot tell the story expecting a result it is a very weird situation when you truly are not expecting anything and tell the story being the most vulnerable self that's when you'll get something but if you want something out of it you will not get it so these are the things um, about uh, stories and i think the ones that leave the greatest mark on you are the ones that touch you the most.